0: Thank you for joining us on the Salem Alliance Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit us at salemalliance.org. This week's message is by Rob Basham.
1: Growing up, there was this phrase that I would often hear from my parents. Good things come to those that wait. I really don't like that phrase, to be honest with you. I I like good things, but I don't really like to wait. Oftentimes, I'll come home from work after a busy day, and uh, my wife will also come home from work after a busy day, and we'll look at each other, and we'll realize that neither of us has any ideas for dinner. And so my go-to is generally, I say, I got this, and I walk over to the freezer, and I pull out two frozen pizzas, I take them out I preheat the oven, I set the timer for 18 minutes, I put the pizzas in there, and I wait. And it's happened more than once that at about the 14-minute mark of that waiting, the smell of the pizza begins to fill the room, and my hunger starts to take over, and I walk to the kitchen, I open up the oven, and I see the pizzas, and I say, looks good enough to me. And I yell to my family, let's eat, and everybody comes down, and we finish our salad, and then we cut into the pizza, and I take that first bite, and I say, oh, Why did I not see this through? Why did I try to cut the corner and save three minutes here? This pizza is not just quite right. And I realized that in a way I'm a pretty impatient person. And I believe that many of us, if we're true, truly just being honest with ourselves, we struggle with patience as well. You see, church, we have been called to often wait, as I look at the Godham stories that have been shared, that people have emailed in, and please continue to send those into to us. When I look at the Godham stories throughout the word of God, oftentimes promises being realized. God coming through and being a man of his own word are attached to a season of waiting. They're prefaced by, by God asking his people to wait. But we don't like to wait. And oftentimes when we wait, hope diminishes In fact, I would say that often some of the greatest excuses of followers of Christ of not listening to God are because he has asked us to wait. And so church, if if that's you, if you're in a season of waiting, can I just say to you that this idea that I want to talk to you about today, I think is for you. You see, faith is released when we wait and we believe that it will be just as God said. Faith is released. If God says it, it will happen. And faith is released when we hold on and trust that. Today, we're going to see that in a story of a man named Simeon. Simeon, was, he was just, he was a good guy. We see him in Luke chapter 2. We're going to turn there in a minute. But Simeon, his name actually means one who hears from God, one who listens. And that, that's true of him. He was sensitive to the Spirit's voice, and, and Spirit actually gave him a promise. And it's a pretty incredible promise. It's a big promise. And we read it in Luke chapter two. This is what it says. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Simeon would see the king of kings he would see the savior of Israel the Messiah in his lifetime It's a pretty big promise. It's a pretty big deal You see Israel has actually been in this like for generations They've been in this season of silence and God is not speaking over 400 years and all of a sudden Simeon gets this beautiful promise that in his lifetime He will see the savior But see, here's the issue. Simeon is getting up there in age. There's a lot of candles on his birthday cake. He's ending his near, he's ending his life, and he's realizing this promise has not yet been realized. And so he's holding on, and he's continuing to ask God, is this really going to happen? It seems that his hope has not been diminished, that he continues to have a posture of openness to see if God is going to show through. But I wonder... How often Simeon second-guessed whether or not he heard God. I wonder how many times he threw in the towel and just said, maybe I didn't hear God. This isn't going to happen in my lifetime. And God had to pursue him again with his gentle voice and say, Simeon, no, it is true. It is going to happen. What I said is true. Be steadfast. Remain open. Or how many times Simeon went to the temple looking at this kid that just came in and this baby that was there to be dedicated say, is that the Messiah? Is that the Messiah? Only to have the wrong one. You see, Simeon was in the waiting room for quite some time, but I believe it is the process of him being in that waiting room that got him the descriptors that we just read. He was righteous and he was a devout man. Church, I think for many of us, we find ourselves also wrestling with the tension of being in the waiting room. Many of us are struggling to hold on to the promises of God. Will that prodigal return as you promised God? Jesus, when will I get to stop doing school online and actually have P.E. with my friends? God, when will the vaccine be discovered? When will you lead the scientists to to get us that, that vaccine that will allow us to go back to some sort of new normal? Lord, you've promised, you've said that I would conquer my insecurity. How long, Lord, till you release me from this job to do what I know you called and created me to really do? When will I get the voice at that table that you promised me? Lord, you say you walk through me, with me through the valleys, but when will you take away that anxiety? When will you remove that depression from my life? Lord, you've seen me struggle, I know it, but when will you bring that physical healing? For some of you that are watching today, that older generation, your faces have appeared as I've prepared for this over and over, and, and I believe much of this message is for you, but for some of you who have lived a rich and full life, how many of you are saying, God, when will you release me to eternity? To be with you, to be greeted by your arms in your presence, to be with those who I love that have gone before me. Church, many of us are in the waiting room, holding on to the promises, struggling but holding on, not letting our hope diminish. And church, if that is you, if you're in the waiting room and you're not really liking it, you're a bit impatient like me, can I just tell you this Godam story that we're looking at today with Simeon is for you. It ends with the waiting turned into a returning to this anticipation. It turns from the anticipation leading to the beautiful, beautiful fulfillment of a powerful promise. And we're going to see how that plays out after this little break from our friend, bro, Montana.
0: What is up it's bro bro, bro Montana in the house and yes we have another weekly challenge just for you. What do we want this week? We asked you to send in your footage of the cheese slap challenge and we put it all together. I guarantee you're going to like this clip or my name is not of T. Montana. that footage straight slaps and special shout out to our winner Adeline Fay who's going to get 90 fruit snacks for sending in her clip thanks to everybody who sent in that awesome footage but if we can get real for a second we need a lot more footage from you Otherwise, Bro Montana has to go back to flipping burgers and I can be your bro, no mo. So what's this week's challenge? It's the Viral Dance Challenge. We want you to look up the song Take On Me by AHA in any form possible. Spotify, YouTube, download it, I don't know. But take that and then do any Viral Dance move to it. We're talking about the Floss, the Bernie, the Carlton. Whatever you know, maybe it's the electric slide of the Macarena parents. Put that on footage and send it to us at 503-409-8714 or send us an Instagram message. Are you still unsure what we want? Check out this clip. Wait. Go, 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 go,
1: go, go, go,
0: go, go. Well that's all from Bro, Montana. Bye, Felicia. Wow, um, I'm
1: Rob Ashton, and I approve this message. Now, uh, that, that, that might not have been a tech rehearsal, but uh, I just want to assure you, church, that God on the move looks a lot better than me on the move. And I don't really know how to transition out of that video right here, but here's the deal. Simeon was in the waiting room. And he was in the waiting room for a long time. He's waiting for this promise to be realized in his life. And God was on the move. You see, Mary and Joseph, they bring baby Jesus to the temple shortly after he was born. It's much like what we do when parents bring their children and they just come here for a child dedication right here on this stage. And God is moving and Simeon doesn't miss it. And we pick up the Godham story in Luke chapter two, verse 27. That day, the spirit led Simeon to the temple. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. This is the word of the Lord. This is one of my favorite God on the move stories, actually, from the New Testament. And this work of art that has been on the screen captures the overjoyed, powerful, electric, emotional experience that I believe Simeon was experiencing. Church, for those of us in the waiting room this morning, I want to give you simply two reasons that you should stick it out. Two reasons why you should open yourself up to a renewed hope. The first is this. God's a man of his word, faithful through the ages. You see, if he said it, it will happen. If he said it, we should believe it. See, I imagine that Simeon oftentimes looked back and reminisced on the stories that had been passed down about how God had moved in the past. I believe that he looked at his own life and actually connected the dots and looked back at times that God had promised and it had been realized and it gave him the faith to move forward and to live in the future. Our waiting is actually an act of faith that releases worship. We see throughout scriptures, we see Abraham. He was promised that he would be the father of a of a, a huge nation of people. And yet, it's not until he turns 100 that he has his first son, Isaac. We see throughout scripture, people having to wait. Jacob had to wait and work 14 extra years to win his beloved Rachel. King David was was anointed king by Samuel at a young age as a shepherd boy and had to wait over 20 years to actually receive the crown. In fact, he was given opportunities to rush God's plan and kill Saul, and yet he didn't give in to that. And so throughout scripture, we see these times where God's promise isn't realized until a season of waiting, but we see that he is faithful to those promises. He is faithful and he is true. If he said it, it will happen. And so we look back often so that we can move forward with a renewed hope. Church, he's a man of his word, faithful to his covenant, faithful to his promises. And so let your hope be renewed. Look at the character of who he is and hang in there. The second reason that I think we should hang in there is this. The slow cooker beats the Instapot every time. See, many people are telling me I need to buy one of these new Instapot things. It'll change my life. And when I forget to cook dinner, I don't need to do frozen pizza. I can use an Instapot. But I'm old school. And I think that there's something about the richness of a slow cooker and the preparation that takes place in that. What do I mean by this? Embracing the weight makes our faith richer. You see, some things get better with time. Leather boots, Gouda cheese, smoked brisket. Are you with me? Some things get better with time. The longer we wait, the greater the reward, the greater the joy, the greater the experience when the promise is finally realized. The richness of the experience, the outcome is more savory, more thankfulness rises from within us when we go through the waiting room. It did for Simeon. His promise realized brought the peace and confirmation that he had waited an entire life for. Good things came to him because he waited. Simeon, I mean, think about it. Think about what he got to do. Simeon held God in his arms. Christ, the savior of the world. He prayed and prophesied over the king of kings. That is a pretty incredible thing. That is an powerful promise that came true. It's amazing. The beauty of a promised realized. Church, I, I think we see these often around here. There's few things in a church service actually get me a little bit emotional. One is baptisms, which we have coming up here in a couple of weeks. So if you're thinking about getting baptized, this is a great time to do it. But the other are the baby dedications. The baby dedications where I know that that couple struggled to conceive a child. And they struggled in the waiting room. And they, they, they asked God why. And, and some of those people, God promised the time will come. And they held on. And now here they are, dedicating that child to Christ. And there's just something different about those baby dedications. There's this richness there. There's this level of celebration there, and it always gets me. Church, when, when God is on the move, we need to release that faith. We need to acknowledge those things. The slow cooker beats the Instapot every time. Embracing the weight makes our faith richer. So church, hang in there as you endure in the waiting room and be active in your waiting. You see, I believe Simeon was pretty active in his waiting. One of the things that I see there that I encourage us to embrace even in this coming week is Simeon never closed himself off to the nudges, to the promptings of spirit. So what happened was when the time finally came, he was in a posture like his name to receive from God and to hear his voice. He didn't miss the nudge. God on the move moments often involve a nudging by the spirit. In church, would you go into this week expecting spirit to nudge you? The second thing I see is that we need to understand as a church that COVID is a slow cooker. I know you don't like that, but it is. COVID is a slow cooker. We are all in the global waiting room right now. And we leaders at here at Salem Alliance, we believe that something great is on the horizon. Something good is ahead of us. But the reality is that right now is difficult. Right now is tough. And church, we can learn from Simeon as we wait. See, I believe that the slow cooker is at work, that there is a refining happening. God is doing soul work in us as individuals and us collectively as a body, as the church. And you know what? A day is coming when we will all return to this room and we will worship in spirit and in church and, and truth. And it will be different than it ever was before. It will be rich. It will be electric. There will be Simeon-like joy that will be expressed, that will be the evidence of the work that spirit did not now it will be evidence of the work that God is doing in the hearts and in the minds and in the souls of all of us right now in the waiting room so church hold on to hope and let anticipation of that day arise as you embrace the work that is being done in the waiting room and finally this week would you release faith you see, if we aren't releasing faith, we're likely releasing something else to those around us, whether it be anxiety or fear, criticism or anger. I've been guilty of that myself through this season, but church, we need to be releasing faith. I believe that Simeon continually was looking back to find the, the, the hope to move forward. And so today with this, actually, I have a challenge for our older generation that is watching this. Can I say that we need you during this season? Can I challenge you to help us by releasing faith, by boasting about the times that God showed up and the promises that he gave you were realized? Would you tell those stories? Tell those stories to the younger generations. Many of you have already been doing that. You've been sending us your emails of God on the move over the last two or three months, and I thank you for that. But would you be our anchor during this COVID storm? And to the rest of us, church, will we take a posture of listening? Would we let their faith be released and inspired us to give us the perseverance to allow us to be steadfast and to remind us? Would we listen to the grandparents and the great-grandparents and those with a lot of gray and those nearing their end? Would we receive their richness and be reminded of God's character as a faithful one? Faithful through the ages. Time and time he has proven that he'll do it again. Church, that is how faith is released as we end here today. And as, as we just, I just feel like throughout this week, I have just heard the word steadfast come. And, and I want to close by just praying a prayer of blessing over you today. And so if, if you have been struggling, if you've been being tossed by the waves of what's going on now, would you just put out your hands and receive this prayer of steadfastness? In Jesus name, spirit, I just pray that you would come. Lord, it's been a difficult season and, and many of us have not enjoyed the waiting room. Lord, you see our impatience. You see the difficulties that we have faced And Lord, I pray that right now you would come, Spirit, that you would descend, that you would release release renewal, that you would release hope and anticipation, but most of all, that you would give us the perseverance that we would be called as steadfast people. It's only by your power, Lord, that this can happen. But I pray that you would anoint us to complete this season well. And Lord, would you not let that hope diminish? Lord, as we bring your peace wherever we step, Lord, we long for that day that we return here to, to be filled corporately and worship one, one with one another together. So, Lord, I just pray that you would also allow that hope to continue to rise. Lord, we bless you. We tell you that you are good. You are faithful, 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 and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Salem Alliance Church Podcast. We are a community of believers located in downtown Salem, Oregon, and we are passionate about our city being a city at peace with God. If you have a request that we could pray for, please email us at prayers at salemalliance.org. If you'd like more information about this podcast or other resources, please visit us at salemalliance.org.